This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Kicking lifers out there, how are you? How are you? Happy day to you, whatever day this is. It's Friday the 13th for us here. And I got Drew in studio with me here running the running the show in the producer spot. And we're going to rock out another exciting, wonderful, super terrific, awesome, motivating show. Well, happy Friday the 13th. Special shout out today to my beautiful, wonderful wife. It's her birthday today. She's a rip-roaring 45 years old. Woo! And she's put up with me for, my gosh, countless years. And she still looks great. So, sweetheart, I love you. Special shout out. Happy birthday. I look forward to having a fantastic day together, as always. And I I often say this, and I mean this truly from the bottom of my heart. She is a godsend. (laughs) God sent her down here as an angel to help kind of balance out my devilish ways. Uh, I'm me. (laughs) Yes, I'm an energetic, positive, motivated guy. But I tell you, I I don't say I had a dark side because that's kind of going a little extreme. However... Boy, oh boy, I, I, I was, I don't know, I towed that line quite a bit and crossed over quite a bit, and she's um, she's been the one thing that really has balanced me out and helped me become the very best person I can, always talking about being motivated, being inspired, and I have, and I've make, you know, made the choice to read all the books and inspiration and attend the conferences, but I had a lot of garbage in her to build out. As I've shared with you before, I love my dad more than anything ever, and my mom, However, growing up was a little on the tough side. We grew up on a farm, and my poor father, he served honorably in Vietnam. And, you know, as most uh, Vietnam vets did not have a very good experience. Matter of fact, he uh, got a, uh, a Purple Heart there, and it was, it was, it was a mess. So uh, about my first 20-something years, I swear my father was still over in Vietnam because we didn't have the best connection. Now, he did the very best he could with what he had. Knowing that, I'm a little more mature now, I guess, just a little bit smarter I realize that now, and I know he did the best he can. So, Dad, I know you're listening on the show. I love you very much. Thank you for doing the best you could and helped me become the best person I, I can be and still becoming. He taught me how to be a fighter. He taught me how to battle, how to get back up because life is going to kick your butt and knock you down. And that's what he instilled. But with that, yeah, came a lot of the dark side, so to speak. And my beautiful, wonderful wife, Desi, she's the one that helped me see the light, so to speak, and Oh, that I wanted to be a better person. So there we go. Happy birthday, sweetheart. I love you. Love you too, Dad. Mom, I hope you're doing wonderful. I know you spend a lot of time at the lake now, which I'm so, 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 listen to me, so super. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. So super happy that you're able to do that and enjoy your life there. So good stuff, good stuff. Also, I can't, uh, can't not, can't not, there we go, give a shout out to my three wonderful kids, Austin, Madeline, and Emmett. You know, Austin and Emmett were on the podcast last week, so if you missed that episode, Boy, oh boy, make sure you download that one. We're getting all kinds of advice and knowledge from an 8-year-old and a 17-year-old on on their lives, right? Well, the big part about that is their conditioned mindset about always doing your best, always uh, to become your best, 
and the uh, not everybody gets a trophy was kind of the big subject we talked about last week and it was good you know perspective from an eight-year-old and a 17-year-old all about doing your best battling through not giving up and when you do those things consistently time and time again you're going to get better so good stuff and then my little sweetheart Madeline she's 14 now she went to homecoming last week and uh, wow Uh, I don't know I, I often tell her look sweetheart if you love your dad and I hope you do then don't bring a guy home that reminds me of myself because I have to clobber him and probably end up in jail. So, you know, you dads out there that got a teenage daughter, you can definitely relate to what I'm talking about. Wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. Anyway, moving on with the show. Hopefully you're having a super terrific, fantastic day. And as I mentioned, if you haven't uh, subscribed to the podcast yet, maybe this is the first time you're listening, please do. Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to subscribe to it. The downloads happen immediately. Uh, we record here on Fridays. They air Monday morning, so right in time for you to go to work on your drive or in the morning at the gym, whatever you happen to be doing there. Listen to it, share it, and talk. Uh, tell others about it. The reason being our goal, our mission, purpose, if you will, is to empower and inspire as many people as we can to help make our world kind of get out of that negative transitional funk we seem to be in right now and help spread, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Yes, I'm not a sunshine and rainbow where everything's great, but I am a guy that says, you know what, you have a choice. You can see the sunshine and rainbows or you can see the rain and gloom and doom. It's your choice. Now, of course, what you put in your mind, sort of like planting a garden, which would be a little bit of our talk today about planting a garden, what you plant is what you're going to get in return. What you're going to, you know, what you cultivate is what you're going to harvest. In other words, I just gave another, well, I think they're dynamic. Of course they are. Speech to middle school kids yesterday at Lincoln Middle School here in Edwardsville. Almost 800 kids. And I did two assemblies, one for, I guess, half of the seventh and all eighth graders. And the next one was for all the sixth and half of the seventh graders. And man, oh man, that was a big part of the conversation was all about what you plant. What you plant, what you cultivate is what you're going to harvest. And the example I gave, I guess, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you, was if, um, if you plant strawberries, you're expecting to get strawberries in return, right? Yeah. If you plant onions, you're expecting to get onions in return. My message was you cannot plant onions, and then when you go to harvest, expect suddenly strawberries are going to appear. No. Well, that's easy to understand. But oftentimes we forget that, and we plant garbage in our brain Maybe not intentionally, but there's a lot of negative influences out there. You know, the news media and all the other. Uh, it seems like we're you know inundated with negativity now. Bing, bang, boom. It's everywhere, right? Well, if you continue to plant that in your mind, what do you think you're going to get in return? You're going to get negativity in return. Same thing you would get if you planted onions. You plant onion seeds, you're going to get onions, period. That's it. You're never going to get strawberries or something positive by planting negativity. So you have to block those things out, and you have to be careful on what seeds you're planting in your mind because that's what's going to harvest. Simple as that. Now, I know you're saying, man, well, of course, I get that. That's simple. Do you really? What are you listening to? What are you putting in your mind? Are you reading educational material, stuff that's uplifting, or are you watching stuff and clicking on links on social media that's negative? I'm telling you, it, it's, it's so easy to do. But that, I mean, I guess it's simple to do, I should say, but it doesn't mean it's easy. You just have to condition yourself to do it. Anyway, there's the plant in the garden. It was kind of a short, quick story. I, I elaborated on it quite in depth with the kiddos at the school there. And we talked about also planting the seeds of positivity and also what you say and how powerful words are. Your words, you know, they can help or they can hurt, but they're powerful. And I, I have the kids say, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. 
They say that, and then I finish up with, and I want you to say this now. That's a bunch of garbage. <laughs> because it is. Words are extremely powerful. And here's the thing. If you, and we always start off with, hey, uh, I believe in me. You look good. You look great. You're awesome. All those pumping them up, feeling them good, making you feel great about it. And then we throw in a little negativity in the other side there. And I'm saying, see how powerful those words are? One made you smile and feel good. The other one made you, uh, right? Yeah. So words are powerful. And here's the thing to think of it as well. Anytime you spit out or spew out negativity, you're throwing poison into the atmosphere, toxic waste, poison on somebody. Not only is it impacting them in a negative way, it's also impacting you in a negative way as well. That's coming right back on you. So all back to what you plant is what you're going to get. Okay, well, moving on, you know, I love to uh, reference the guys from hashtag become the lion and the book that I've got here, 400 meditations on success mindset and the art of being a lion. And that's their their book, the daily lion. Check these guys out. They're amazing. And I hope to have uh, one of the owners on the show in the very near future. So anyway, our quote today from these, these guys that become the lion, these rock stars out there is hang out with those type of people who push you to be better. The people you spend the most time with have a huge impact on who you are and who you'll become. When you hang out with people who have no work ethic, no goals, no dreams, you'll become the, you will never become the strongest version of who you are. I mean, it just makes sense, right? And of course, if you hang out with people that continue to whine, complain, and uh, have negative thoughts and everything's, oh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, oh, poor me. Man, I'm telling you what, that's toxicity there right there. That's toxic. That's venom. That's poisoning your mind. Get away from those people, okay? Because it doesn't matter how strong you may be, if you're in a group of four or five people and all of them are whiners, complainers, and bringing you down, man, they're essentially throwing toxic waste on your your strawberry garden, if you will. You know, you're not going to grow strawberries. You're going to grow, yeah, onions. Now, there's nothing wrong with onions, but obviously, if you, how about this? How about this? I should say this. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But anybody else, go ahead and close your eyes for a second. I want you to envision the most succulent, juicy strawberry. Mm-mm, good, right? With a bunch of sugar and probably a lot of whipped cream on there. Yeah. Now, your taste buds, you can see it in your mind. You see that strawberry? Do you see it? Now, you close your eyes. You're putting that strawberry in your mouth. You take a bite, and you find out it's not a strawberry. It's an onion. That's the difference between strawberries and onions, in my opinion, there. So if you've got your mindset like you're going to eat a strawberry and then suddenly you end up taking a bite of an onion, yeah, that's a reality check, right? It is. And that's the same thing with, like I mentioned, positive words, positive influence. And if you're hanging around negative people, you think you're getting a strawberry where you're not. You're getting a bite of a nasty onion. So anyway, hang around with positive people. And you've heard me talk about that before on a former podcast about – yeah, the crabs in the bucket story. I'll give you a quick rundown on that because I got a few other things I want to cover today. But the crabs in a bucket story is simply this: if you put sand crabs in a bucket on the beach, if collectively they work together, they could climb themselves out of that bucket. One would climb on top of the next, on the next, on the next. One would get to the top, reach his little uh, crab paw down. <laughs> I guess crab uh, clamper, uh, chomper. Uh, what do you call crab things? Holy cow! You know what I'm talking about. And uh, reach down there and grab the next little crab, pull him out, pull him out. Collectively working together for success. They'd be out of the bucket. However, they don't do that. If you've ever seen crabs in a bucket, what do they do? As soon as one crab tries to leave the bucket, starts climbing on top of the other ones, they start pulling them down. Pinchers. That's what I was trying to think of. You like that? That's how my mind works. Anyway, 
They grab by their pinchers, and they pull him back down. Next crab tries to get up there, they pull him down. And if crab is persistent enough, they're going to tear his pinchers off, maybe tear his head off, and end up killing him because he's trying to get away from the tribe, trying to get away from the group, trying to get out of the bucket. Now, does that make any sense at all? No. You're saying, come on, crabs, you want out, work together. However, if you think about it, how is your life like those crabs? If you're trying to leave a group that you've been with for a long, long time, and maybe that group is continuing to bring you down, if the group has set a standard which is just lower than it should be, but you want something better, you start separating yourself from that group, they're going to try and pull you back in. That's just how it's going to be. But you have to believe enough in yourself and live the life you want to live, not the life somebody else wants you to live. So that's kind of the message of the story, and you hear me talk about that all the time. You are a product of the four to five people you surround yourself with and then that's as simple as that. You surround yourself with successful people, happy people, motivated people, people with goals, dreams, visions, aspirations to be their very best. It's going to push you to be your, become your very best. And, of course, you hang out with people that have no dreams, no visions, whine and complain about everything. Unfortunately, that's what's going to happen with you. It just is what it is. All right. Well, moving on, uh, I want to share with you some of the things I talked about yesterday and and my speeches for the middle school, obviously, are a little bit different than they are for the grade school kids. You know, middle school and high school, it's all about, well, I guess it's all about, I believe in me, the positive mental attitude, positive mindset, what you focus on magnifies, what you cultivate, you're going to harvest. That's all, but I, I obviously break it down with the little kids a little easier in terms they understand. And then the middle school and high school kids, you know, they're a little bit older, they're teenagers, so I try and put things in terms that they understand. And I've always felt your best communicators are the ones that are able to communicate with their intended audience on a level the audience understands. So it doesn't matter if we're talking to a 4-year-old, 10-year-old, 12, 15, 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, whatever, 85, 95. You speak to them on a level that's appropriate for them to understand, to get your point across. I've never liked it, and some of you know this, I taught in the school district for 11 years, Boy, it was fabulous. I really, really enjoyed it. But it came a time where I was wanting to do something a little bit more, kind of break through that glass ceiling, if you will. It was tough. It was scary. But I did it and moved on. Now we got a podcast. I'm all over the place doing speeches and uh, writing books and all kinds of other positive motivational things, which is going to drive, you know, I guess, my message out there to inspire as many people as I can. But anyway, teachers that always drove me nuts <laughs> were the ones that would talk down to the kids. And I hear it a lot, unfortunately. Some of the teachers would say, and I told him, I'm the one with a master's degree and he needs to listen to me because I've got the master's degree that's hanging right there on the wall. And I would think, what in the heck? Who, <laughs> who are you trying to convince? A five-year-old kindergarten that has no idea what the heck a master's degree is? You're trying to convince them that you're somebody? Or are you trying to convince yourself? So that always drove me nuts. Now, I'm mentioning it because there were a handful of teachers, just like any profession. You've got some great ones. You've got some good ones. You've got some, uh, and then you've got some ones that, you know what, it's time for you to move on. That's in every profession. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's teaching. doesn't matter if it's uh, in sports. doesn't matter if it's in law enforcement. doesn't matter if it's in politics. doesn't matter if it's in uh, being a firefighter, nurse, doctor, whatever. You know, there's any profession, you know, if you're a construction worker, think about it. You got maybe you spread concrete. You got somebody that is just, wow, rock star awesome. You got somebody else is like, what the heck? You're just a waste of time here. Get out. <laughs> and that's just how it is in any profession, in any walk of life, right? So my point with that is when you talk down to somebody, I want you to think if you were on that receiving end, how would that make you feel? 
Make you feel belittled, right? That's not connection. That's not communication. That's not helping that person become their best. It's like a power trip, right? Yeah. So talk to them on a level they understand. And sometimes, uh, I, I guess there were a couple of times that I'd hear a teacher say this in the teacher's lounge, and I would just like, you know what? Who, who are you trying to convince here? Are you trying to prove your worth to a five-year-old? Why don't you just communicate on a level they understand and help them become better? And some of the teachers would fire back with, yeah, well, you're just a PE teacher. All you do is blow the whistle. And my retort on that was, you're right. But I'll tell you what, I'm extremely good at blowing that whistle. <laughs> so anyway, I'm kind of going off uh, uh, off kelter here. But my whole part is you got to communicate with the audience on a, on a level they understand. Because it's one thing for you to know the message, one thing for you to understand the knowledge. But if you're able to, unable to pass that knowledge on to your intended audience in a way they understand, then it's just kind of a waste, isn't it? Yeah. And, I, you know, a lot of times uh, – uh, I hear people say, well, they just don't get what I'm saying. Well, then change how you're saying it. Communicate in a better way. And I, I'm just as guilty. I've, I've said that in the past. I'm ashamed of it now, but that's how I know I've grown a little bit because I'm able to admit that and understand that, you know what? I am better than I was yesterday, which is my, my version of success. Being a better person today than I was yesterday and a, working hard, aspiring to be a better person tomorrow than I am today. There you go. I think I threw a quote out, and I don't have this wrote down here, but I'm just going off memory, so let's see if I can fire this out. Yep, Oh, live today in such a way that yesterday gets jealous, or yesterday would be jealous, right? Yeah, I guess it can't get jealous. It's over, right? But yeah, so live today in such a way that yesterday would be jealous. There you go. I pulled that right out, off memory. I've got (laughs) all kinds of notes for the show today, but that wasn't there, so good stuff me. The squirrel didn't get me today. All right, moving on. So um, present that message, like I said, with the kiddos there, and it's all about cultivating the positive belief and what you cultivate you're going to harvest. I also talked about the three types of people in the world. And, of course, there's more than three, but I just kind of broke it down in this cate- these three categories. Easy for me to say. Three types of people in the world, people who make things happen, people who hope things happen, and people say, what the heck just happened? All right. So if you break those down a little bit, the first group are the action takers. They're confident in their abilities. They're not afraid to step out in the crowd to believe in themselves, and they never compare themselves to others, only the person they were yesterday in order to be a better person, in order to continue moving forward, have those dreams, goals, and aspirations to make things better, to make things happen. Yeah, to create the world, the society that they want. Now, can we change the world? Well, there's mixed reviews on this. Here's the thing. Truth be told, I can't change you. You can't change anybody else. People have to make the change themselves. But what you can do is an empower, empower and inspire and motivate them to change them inside. Starts from the inside out. So if you can inspire somebody to read more, watch less garbage on social media or the news networks, to stop talking in a negative manner, you have made a profound impact. That is the change we're talking about. But that person ultimately has to make the change themselves. But what you can do to impact them is when you spoo out things, when you spit out stuff, spit out positivity, spit out things of encouragement, spit out things where you believe in them to help them become better. Don't fall into the trap of whining and complaining with them. That's how we make an impact. And essentially, that's how we change our society, make our society a better place to live. All right, moving on to second group. Second group. People who hope things happen. And this, the, this group is all about they're waiting for someone to tell them what to do. They're hoping if they hope enough. You like that? They're hoping if they hope enough. 
Yeah, hope enough, I hope enough. <laughs> hope enough, then something will happen. Some type of success will happen because I hope it will. Now listen, hope, yeah, it's a powerful thing. Without hope, there is nothing. But it takes more than just hope. It takes that magic word, that magic formula, which is action. You've got to take action. You've got to be an action taker. You've got to step out. You can hope all you want, but unless you take action, that hope is just that. You've got to take action to move it forward. So that second group, they'd rather play it safe, stay within a group because they lack confidence to go out and go out against the grain, to go against the group. And once again, who you surround yourself with is who you're going to be. So if you're around other action takers, if you're around other people that are kind of pushing you to be better, you're going to rise your, raise your standards and you're going to become better. However, if you're around others that are content with where they're at, develop that complacency mode, uh, their, their negative habits set in, where they're doing the same thing day in and day out, well, you're not growing. You're not moving. I want you to think about this. What happens to water when it sits? What happens to it? It becomes stagnant, right? Yeah, stagnant. And then the next thing you know, bugs are in it and it becomes, there's nothing you can do with it, right? It's, it's rotten water. Well, that's what happens to you when you just sit. So you're saying, are you call me rotten water? <laughs> I'm just saying if you become stagnant, if you don't move, that's what's going to happen to you, right? There. Water continues to move. When water continues to move, what happens? It's always fresh. It's always fresh. It's always fresh because it's taking action. Now, the water doesn't realize what it's doing, but it's moving. Think about this, for example. If you didn't get a very good water example, I've still got our pool open, and I got in this morning, and, yeah, it was cold. Really cold, but it felt pretty exhilarating. Yes! Here's the thing. The pool's going. You know, the pump is running. It's pumping the water. Now, if I'd have shut the pump down and that water just would sit there, what would happen to it? You know what would happen to it. It'd become stagnant, and there's no way in heck I'd want to jump in that. Right? Bugs and everything else would be in there. But simply by having that pump churn the water, move the water, it stays fresh. Same thing if you're thinking of a pond or a lake or a river. If it becomes stagnant... That's when all the bugs, that's when all the mosquitoes, that's when everything comes in and that water is no good. That water is continuously moving. It's fresh. So hope is great. You've got to have hope, but you must take the actionable step to remain, or to, yeah, to remain in motion, to stay active and not become stagnant. So what's the third group you're saying? The third group. So people that say, what happened? And you think about it. This is the group that, and I like to call it the entitled group. The world owes me. I deserve this. I'm entitled to this simply because world's not fair. Uh, I should get this just because. That's the third group, the what happened group. They take this mindset of entitlement that the world owes them something. The world doesn't owe you anything. With that mindset, that is already the stagnated water, and it's just getting worse. You have got to get out of that mindset, get out of that cultural set, and do something because the person you're truly hurting is yourself. It's that self-defeating mindset which turns into a self-fulfilling prophecy. You just continue to spiral down out of control. Not good. You were put on this world, or you put in this world, put on this planet to do something special. And then I kind of dive into, and I kind of paraphrase that a little bit. I explain a little bit more to the kiddos here, but I want to get going with the next point on the podcast. But I mentioned this, and you hear me talk about this almost every single show. You are one in 7.6 billion people. One in 7.6 billion. But there's no other person like you. You are one and only. You're Rembrandt. You are the best of the best of the best. You're the best 
painting, if you will, the best picture, you are the one and only, and that's all you can do. I mean, you think about it now. If you decide you want to live your life as a replica of somebody else, what are you really doing with yourself? You're cheating yourself. You are the best. Be the best. God gave you an ability. God gave you a purpose. God gave you this, uh, well, not an entitlement mindset, this growth mindset, but you've got to take advantage of it. Something I read not too terribly long ago, which really kind of drives home the point of one in 7.6 billion is this. The odds of you even being born are one in 400 trillion. Think about that for a second. One in 400 trillion. That's a, I mean, that's crazy. You would have an opportunity to win the lottery 10 times in your lifetime. Those odds, I'm sorry, are better to win the lottery. I got, tongue, I got twisted there, right? You would have the chance of winning the lotto 10 times in your lifetime over being born. Better odds of that. 10 times to win the lotto. Unbelievable. So one in 400 trillion are the odds against you even being born. So if you are born, now you're one in the 7.6 billion. What are you going to do with that life? What are you going to do with this gift? What are you going to do? It's entirely up to you. That's the reason I do this show. I do this show because I want to inspire and motivate others. Now, yes, I've always been a pretty upbeat, uh, inspirational guy, but I'll tell you what, I've, I've had a lot of dark days, a lot of dark days where I just, uh, uh, the negative influences from the world, the company, the people I was surrounding myself with, just keeping me down and bringing me down. And I'd always try and step outside of that, and I would get it. And you're going to get it too once you step outside from your peer group that's kind of holding you down. This is what they'll say. Well, you, well, you think you're better than we are? Well, what, what, what are you trying to do here? Uh, uh, who do you think you are? Is your ego too big for us? Or you think you're too good for us? And these are all life examples that I went through. And I would say, no. Um, and I was, I was dumbfounded. I'm like, guys, I just want to be better. And, um, you know, any sport or even in martial arts, I'd have people say, oh, why do you got to keep practicing? Are you showing off? I said, no, I'm not showing off. I want to be better. So I'm wanting to improve on what I'm doing here. Is that, is that a bad thing? Oh, well, you're, you're showing off. That's all you're doing. That's all you care about. Richie, your head's in the clouds. I mean, I would hear these things. And, and more times than not, I'd be, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I'd almost say, okay, you're right. What am I trying to do here? And I'd bring myself back down. But I was miserable. I was totally miserable. So it, it, it's one of those things that change. And Tony Robbins says this better than anybody else. When your current situation becomes so horrible that you can't stand it anymore, that's when you make the change because your current situation is more uh, is, is scarier or more painful, I should say, than the fear of the unknown. And that's what keeps people in their spot is, well, the fear of the unknown is pretty dang scary. You know what? So I'm just going to stay here and do this. I'm, I'm okay now. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it. No. When it gets to the point that that uh, uh, fear and pain that you're currently in overrides the fear and pain of the unknown, that's when you make the change. What I'm telling you is make that change earlier. Don't get to the point where you, you just absolutely have to. Now, I can say that, but the truth be told, everybody's different. You have to experience that on your own level, and when it gets there, it gets there. But know in your heart you're doing it for you. You're doing it for your family. You're doing it for the person you want to be, the legacy you want to live behind. And then also, you know, it's, it's also a way of thanking your creator, thanking God for making you who you are today. And I've always kind of thought people that don't do their very best, don't pursue their very best to become their very best, you're pretty much slapping your creator right in the face. He gave you a gift, something to be, and you're not being all you can be. 
That almost sounds like a, a, a military commercial, doesn't it? Be all you can be. <laughs> so anyway, one in 7.6 billion. Be your absolute very best. And the purpose you have is different than anybody else. Anyway, as we move forward, um, the, the message that I try and present with the kids, the message I try and present when I talk to adults, the message I try and present on this podcast is all about that, that very that vision, if you will, to be your best. Now, I've been on both sides of the fence, so I'm trying to give you this perspective about continuing to move forward, and it all starts off with self-education. Jim Rome talks about this all the time, or he did talk about it. He passed away a few years ago. Five years ago, I'd never heard of Jim Rome. He's been around forever. I just didn't I just didn't take the time to do it. And I was a person that would say, oh, you know, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I was just lying to myself. There is always time. There's time to do the things that you truly want to do. And I know some of you are saying, no, no, you don't understand my schedule. I don't understand your schedule. You don't understand my schedule, but I do understand this. There's 24 hours in a day. There's 1,440 minutes in a day. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. What you choose to do with that time, that's, that, once that time is uh, gone, it's gone. You can always make more money. You can always hang out with your friends. You can always do this or that. But you can never, ever replace time. It's the most sacred commodity. And truly, that's why I'm so very grateful that you take time out of your busy day to listen to me. And that's why I do as much research and planning as I can to bring that to you, bring that when I go give speeches and assemblies to help these kids because I know how valuable and sacred time is. I want to give you the best content so you feel like you've gotten a good investment, a good return on your investment for the time you've invested with me. So back to the thing with time, 24 hours, 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds in a day. With that being said, how come some people can accomplish so much in a day and others can't accomplish anything? It's a choice. All about what you choose. What is a priority for you? That's what it is. That's what it boils down to. So um, let's see what else. I have. Oh, I almost forgot the, the big part that I give with the kiddos. And I know I'm bouncing all over the place here, but I've got I probably got too many notes for today's show. <laughs> I guess that's always seems to be the problem. Where should I stop and where should I really focus on? The champion side of all of us. And that gets right back to that 1.76 billion people in the world. There's a champion in all of us. There is a champion. Sometimes that champion is covered with a lot of dirt and a lot of dust, a lot of garbage, a lot of you know negative input. We can dig that champion out, but you got to be willing to do it. And here's the deal. It's those small daily disciplines that add up. Small little things, small little steps, you know, getting up a little bit earlier instead of rushing. And I tell you from experience, I was always one of those guys that would stay up wee hours of the morning working on stuff. And most of the time, my head was spinning all over the place. And you think I'm kind of all over the place on the podcast. Holy cow. I used to be far worse, if you can imagine that. (laughs) But I was. But I'd stay up late trying to get things done because that was about the only time I had peace and quiet. And then I would be, you know, if I needed to be up by seven at the absolute latest to get out the door and be on time, chances are it was like seven, seven fifteen, seven twenty. Why? Well, I don't have an excuse for that. It was just how it was. But it was a point of getting three hours of sleep or two hours of sleep. What it boiled down to, because I was up all <laughs> all night working on business stuff. But what that did was that created more stress for the day. 
and and because I'm in a panic rush, and obviously to start your day in a panic rush where you're bouncing all over the place, of course, you're always going to be late because traffic is now going to be slower, you didn't eat enough, or you didn't eat at all, and I mean, your day starts off like, ugh, in a stressed panic mess. So now you're working twice as hard just to get that stress out of your body to hopefully have a decent, normal day. By doing all that, what are you doing? You're wearing yourself out. So the time you get back home, the end of the night, now you're working on paperwork or whatever I was doing there, I was completely exhausted. And after a while, it starts to take its toll. So what did I do? I started going to bed a little bit earlier. I said, you know what? I'm not being very productive staying up all night doing this paperwork anyway. Let me just go to bed. Go to bed, and I started getting up 15 minutes earlier, a half an hour earlier. And, of course, starting the day on a positive note, man, oh, man, I wasn't near as stressed out starting the day because I got up earlier. I wasn't rushing. I was able to eat, which is, you know, essential. You know, breakfast is such a huge component to start the day because your body, especially you've been sleeping all night, you haven't eaten anything, you haven't drank anything, you're dehydrated, your body needs nourishment, it needs nutrition, it needs water. And I'm just kind of giving a brief uh, uh, synopsis here of how things were for the longest time. Now, I would be positive and smiling, but I tell you what, the majority of the time was kind of fake it till you make it, but I was wearing myself out. And I started making a little change. And I'm telling you what, those small little changes, man, they go a long, long way. And that's the power of habit. Now, maybe next week or uh, in two weeks here, I'll talk uh, exclusively on habits and some of the habits that I've started and formed that have helped transform my life to become a much, much better person, to have a mindset that I know I'm going to be a better person today than I was yesterday and tomorrow. Boy, I'm going to blow today away. And that's that mindset about growth, about positivity, about um, aspiring to be better and better and better, working on reading books rehearsing these podcasts so they come out a little more natural. And I realized today I was kind of all over the place, bing, bang, boom. <laughs> but hopefully you're, you're able to keep up with me there. And hopefully you're excited about the shor- the shorties. Wow. There we go. Stories I've been telling. And, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of my goal here with everything we do. So anyway, habits will be something we talk about on a future podcast today. The message I really want to drive across, I really want to get across to you is what you plant, what you cultivate, is what you're going to harvest. If you're expecting strawberries, then darn it, you got to plant strawberry seeds. If you're expecting positivity, <laughs> you got to plant positive emotions and visions and words and actions and everything out there has got to be positive coming into your brain. If not, you're going to get negativity in return. That's all there is to it. You plant onions, you get onions. You plant strawberries, you get strawberries. Wow. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Rocket science. No, it's not. Is it simple? Yes. Simple for me to say it. Not easy to do, but you can do it. It's absolutely your choice. It's your life. One in 7.6 billion. Live the life that you want to live. Be the person you want to be. And gosh darn it, block out all those negative influences. Think about the crabs in the bucket. If you you went out of that bucket of the negative crabs, (laughs) you're going to have to work your butt off to get out of that bucket. They're going to pull you down. They're going to try and keep you down. And of course, that's what negativity does. It drowns you out. Be that crab that escapes. Be that person that gets out of that bucket. Be that person who says, you know what? I'm better than this. And I promise you, you get out of that proverbial crab bucket, there's others out there that want to help you. There's others that are on the other side, outside that crab bucket, are saying, hey, where you been, man? We've been waiting for you. It's scary at first, but I promise they're there. All right. So anyway, we uh, we covered a lot today. We're all over the place. I'm going to go ahead and leave you with that thought on crabs in a bucket. Get out of that bucket. Be one in 7.6 billion and be the person you were born to be. 
So as I end every show, and I seriously mean this from the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me today. I, I, I do as much study and research as I can because I realize and I know how sacred and valuable time is. And from the bottom of my heart, I'm so grateful that you joined us today. Please share this podcast, subscribe to it, let others know what we're talking about here so collectively we can work together to make our society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, a better place to live for our kids, and a better place to live for ourselves so we can enjoy life to its fullest. So as I end up with everyone, everyone, until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Thank you so very much. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.